Thank you, Jesus. Talking about the Holy Spirit. We've been the last couple of Wednesdays, we've been talking about the person of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. And tonight we're going <clears> to, <throat> tonight and next week we're going to talk about the Spirit of God, but we're going to focus on the baptism of the Holy Spirit and everything that that entails and what that looks like. And um, tonight and next week, both, we're going to pray for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in other tongues. So if you've never been prayed for to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we want, we want to pray for you if you want to be prayed for, if you're ready for it. I always tell people, I've said this for many years now, that you need to be taught about the Holy Spirit before you're ready. And that's why we're teaching and then praying for people. And so if you're not ready, don't do it. It matters that you believe. There's no reason to make a confession to receive Jesus as your Savior if you don't believe. Confession is not enough. You have to believe. And if, you don't, if you're not in a believing mode, in a position to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it will not happen on you. It's not gonna, you're not going to just stumble over being baptized in the Holy Spirit. He's not going to come on you and shake you and do all kinds of things to you to get you to pray in other tongues. Praying in other tongues is not the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's the evidence of it. I'm just talking about what the Bible says, and you'll see it through every scripture that we read tonight. So just be open and prepared. If you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit or you've been prayed for to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you've never spoken in other tongues, it's a lie that it's not for everybody. Um, we're not going to discuss it or anything else. I'm telling you, it's a lie. It's for everybody. But it's for everybody that wants it. You don't want it. You're still born again. You're still going to heaven. You still love God. All those kind of things. Don't ever, don't ever look down on somebody. A lot of people that pray in other tongues or that they've been baptized in the Holy Spirit and they pray with other tongues or they have the potential to and live some of the most ungodly lives that there are. I've seen it. I've, I've witnessed it, you know. And we're not judging and comparing. I'm just saying, just because if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you've not opened yourself up to receive that, and you're not sure about it, it's all right. You know, just be good with where you're at, but never be good to the point of being content, not wanting to press into more. And I'm telling you tonight, the Bible says that the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in other tongues is for everybody. The same way that salvation is for everybody. Amen? Two separate experiences. And we're going to look at it tonight and explain it. And I'm going to do some different things tonight that I've never done. This is the way it is. The Holy Spirit chose you. And, and you just do things that you've done a little different, that, in a different way than you've ever done it before. So just follow with me tonight as we look at the scriptures that talk about the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> John 14 and verse 15. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. This is on the other side of the cross. Before he, This is him talking before he paid the price for us. 
made the decision and the choice for us. He said, and I will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, that's who he is, whom the world cannot receive. Everybody say receive. The world cannot receive him. And the word, the word world has to do with the thinking. Wrong thinking cannot receive this as him being another helper, okay? Many people disbelieve if I'm born again, I have the Spirit of God and I have everything. Well, if you're born again, you have the Spirit of God and you have everything. But you don't have the manifestation of everything because the Bible is very clear there's two separate experiences. Spirit of truth, whom the world's way of thinking cannot receive. You can be born again and keep the world's way of thinking and not receive what he, he brought to us. Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Amen? God has given the Holy Spirit. He's given the Holy Spirit. He did what he said. Now, he does if we've accepted him. If you're born again, then he's already in you, and you are in position to receive the Holy Spirit in the separate experience that is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say it again. If you're born again, you're in position to receive the Holy Spirit. The way, we're, the way I'm talking about it, you'll see the difference as I show you the difference in Scripture. I'm going to say it again. And, and I know I'm talking elementary, and to, to many of you, you know, that are here tonight, you understand it, but it's good to hear it again. It's good to hear these things from an elementary perspective because it does something and it builds you and it strengthens you. I was going to say also, if you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit and you pray in other tongues, God wants that tongue to increase. I promise you, he wants you to continually be filled to overflowing. My tongue, the tongue that I pray in every day, has increased multiple times in the last, I don't know, I got baptized a couple of, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit a couple of years after I got born again, so probably 42 years that I've prayed in other tongues. And my, my tongue has increased, so I want to pray for you too if you'd like to be prayed for tonight, next week. And, and you know, someone says, well, you know, is that the, that the last time I can be prayed for to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit till the next time you teach? No, you can be prayed for anytime. You understand? Uh, I have one person that can't be for these two services and already told me they've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That person's going to listen to these messages tonight and next week, and then the next Sunday, I'm going to pray for her after service. That's somebody that wants it. Huh? Simple. Why? It's a gift. <laughs> All you have to do is receive. Amen. So I'm saying tonight, if you're born again, then you're in the position to receive it. Amen? Luke 11. Was I saying something else? Did I not finish my sentence? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to uh, say that about other people. If you've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or if you pray in other tongues and you want to be prayed for, I want to pray for you to receive more. Amen? Like, you know, I filled up my car with gas the other day, you know, but if I drive it long enough, it's going to be empty, right? It's going to need more gas. I've got to refill it. We're, we're, we're filled to overflowing to the, to the top, 
But as, as we give out, we need a continual infilling and, and a continually building ourselves up. You understand? It's not a new Holy Spirit that we get from. It's Him empowering us to accomplish the things that we face and we have to deal with. Luke 11 and verse 9. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives. Everybody say receives. See, the world can't receive the Holy Spirit because they don't understand Him. Right? But He said, all those who ask receive if they continue to keep asking with an expectation. They receive. So He said, everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. To him who knocks, the door will be open. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? Will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Everybody say, how much more? How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him, in other words, and receive it? Because He said, whoever asks, receives, right? I'm going to read that last part again. If, if you then, being evil... Because we were born into an evil nature. That's who he's talking about. That's us, okay? We've been delivered by the blood of Jesus. Thank God. We're the righteousness of God because of him. Amen? But he said, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So tonight, I want you to think of the Holy Spirit as that much more. The Holy Spirit is that much more. He's not just the same, he's that much more. Amen. We need that that much more. Can you say amen to that? So we're talking about being in a position to receive. Talking about being in that place or that position to receive from him. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is what? In Christ. He is a new creation. There is a born again person. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I'm telling you tonight, today is the first day of the rest of your life of new things. Because if you're born again, if you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, everything is brand new when? Right now. No, right now. And you can say that for the rest of the evening and from now on. Old things are passed away and everything is right now brand new. So now I'm in a position to receive some brand new thing. I, I can have evidence of, of, of the Holy Spirit in my life right now and praying with other tongues. God wants you to have more. It's a new day. You're born again. You're in a position for new everywhere you go. I mean, I'm telling you, it's time for new in everything we do. No, 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 no. It's not time. It's past time. No, we're living in the new stuff. Can you say amen? We're living in a new realm and a time, I mean, like, like the world has never seen. <clears throat> I got about five stories I can tell right now, but I can't. So, so if you're born again, you're ready to receive the Holy Spirit to be activated in you. Now, 
When, when I give these examples, I'm not criticizing anybody. Do you understand me? I, I'm, I'm telling you, I mean it from the depth of my heart. I'm not criticizing a soul, all right? I'm just talking about people that... By the leading of the Holy Spirit, I put myself in a lot of religious people's lives on purpose. And, and I let them talk their stuff. You know, when I talk religion, it's kind of man-made things, things, you know, that they, they, they love God with all of their heart. They go to church all the time, but, they, but you can go to church all the time Church is good if you're receiving the word that's changing you, okay? But, it, but if you go to church and it's just another kind of, you know, local group or, you know, public type group or, you know, that you could meet and just, you know, fellowship with people and have a good time, that's all good. But if the word isn't mixed into it, then, then it's not changing you, okay? And so I'm around a lot of those people all the time, and it takes time, but what happens is what catches up is with them is what they don't have. So I'm asking you today, do you have something? I mean, do you, do you, I'm asking you people tonight, sitting here, do you have something that other people need? Well, it's directly in correlation with your relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. What, what's His name? Spirit of truth. He's here to reveal all truth so that in a moment's time, people's lives can be liberated and, and delivered and changed and set free because of the truth that you have, but it's because of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit is that much more thing that I, I, I'm, not, I'm not satisfied living in not enough, in, in things of the past. I live today in more than enough, and I live there because I have the Holy Ghost who is that much more thing, causing us to live in that place. That's why we have to have Him, and that's why we need Him activated on the inside of us, and that's what the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in other tongues starts. You can say, oh, I've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. I said, well, when's the last time you prayed in tongues? Well, you know, I think I have this year. Well, why would you do that? I know people, I know I know people, I can't tell you how many people I know that have been talked out of what they received in the baptism of the Holy Spirit because they don't ever use it. It wasn't a one-time experience. It's something that happened as an experience that was to empower you and to activate the Holy Ghost that was already on the inside of you. To activate Him because some of these religious people that I know that are not baptized in the Holy Ghost, they're not doing anything with what they know up here. So they hear word, and they know what the Bible says, and many of them can quote scriptures backwards. But it's not working for them. 
And when it's not working for you, I mean, then you have a head full of knowledge. And the Bible says that knowledge puffs up. There's pride in knowledge. There's true humility when you realize the life that you live in more than enough is because of your connection with Him. My connection with Him Uh, I mean, there's, not a, there's no reason to live, right? I mean, I love my wife. I love my children. I love my family. I love my church. I love this church, but, but I, I, I don't want to just exist. You know what I'm saying? Man, we can be born again and exist in heaven. I don't want to just exist down here. I want to live that overcoming life in every situation, not just every once in a while. I'm talking about everything I face. I want I, God created me to live in more than enough all the time. But it's because, because he's activated, but he's activated all the time. All the time. Mark 16, Jesus said to them, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be what? Saved. The word saved there is the word soteria. He will be made complete. You, the moment you get born again, you are totally complete in God. Everything is there and intact. It's not all activated, but it's all intact. It's all there. You're born of the Spirit of God. You're destined. The moment you truly get born again because you confessed as a result of you believe, the fact that you believed it, you're truly born again, and your destiny is heaven. But God intended for us to live in heaven on earth. <laughs> and that's where the person of the Holy Spirit comes into play to empower us to live that life right now. Can you say amen? So he said, you're born again, but he who does not believe will be condemned. These signs will follow those who are born again. In my name, you'll cast out demons. You will speak with new tongues. And on and on and on, several other things. In my name, they'll cast out demons, they'll speak with new tongues, they'll take up serpents, they drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt them, they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's part of the great, that's Mark's definition of the great commission of God, and that's what we're called to do is to see that it works in us so that I can lead other people to that saving grace and saving knowledge, but then it's not enough that people just get saved, they got to come to the knowledge of the truth have to come to the knowledge of the truth. It's not enough to live in victory here. It's enough for heaven to be born again, but it's not enough to live in victory here to live in on, on earth like you're already in heaven. That's the way he intended us to live, and the key to it is the person of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen to that? So, just a Several examples, and then I'm, I'm going to, actually, in the middle of reading a few of these, I'm going to do something, okay? So just bear with me. 
So Jesus told his disciples this in Luke 24 and 49. Behold, I send you the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Many people, because of this passage <clears throat> through the years, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've, been, I've heard. I'm not telling you what other people, I'm not judging other people, I'm just telling you what I've heard, is that people have taught you have to tarry to receive the Holy Spirit. This tarrying was out of obedience to the beginnings of the baptism of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. It was the beginnings of that. God tells you to tarry for something, tarry for it. But you don't have to tarry to receive, it's a gift. You have to do nothing to be baptized in the Holy Ghost except two things. Believe it and receive it. Nothing else. There's no tearing involved. The tearing here had to do with what Jesus told them to do and out of obedience they obeyed and the day of Pentecost came and the Spirit of God fell upon them. That was a one-time thing of tearing. So I'm just telling you right now, you don't have to tarry for 15 weeks or till you get your life right and everything's perfect in your life to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you're never going to get things right till you have Him activated. You need Him. When He's activated, He becomes the helper that can help. He's the helper, but man, when we're not looking to Him, when we're not yielding to Him, He can't help us. That's what this does. Thank God for it. Paul said this, I thank God I pray in tongues more than y'all. I used to like to say that spitefully to people that didn't believe in praying in tongues. Well, you know, I just, bless God, I just thank God I pray in tongues more than you. That won't work. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? Thank God for the Holy Ghost. And then on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2 and verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there, op then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. and One sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Everybody say, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Okay, now, it's really important that we understand what that means, okay? Because many people have read into that as the Holy Spirit will do the speaking. Didn't say the Holy Spirit would speak for you. Said the Holy Spirit would give you what to say. Amen? He would give you the empowerment inside of you to speak what needs to be said, but you have to do the speaking. Can you say amen to that? You have to do the speaking. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 12, and when they, when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and, and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. So you see where these men and women got born again. 
Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed seeing miracles and signs which were done. And when the apostles who went, were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they had, they, had gotten, they had gotten born again, they sent Peter and John to them who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had not fallen upon none of them. He had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the hands, the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. What he saw was tongues. And I'm going to read another passage. There's two other passages. I'm just going to read one of them that says that they received the Holy Spirit. And the reason he saw that they received is because they prayed in other tongues. What I see in Scripture, and what, the reason I'm doing this tonight, is because there's not a person standing here that I know for a fact, every one of them are baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they pray in another tongue. All of them do, because I, I know them all personally. But I'm telling you today in the time and where we live, they need more. You say, well, you know, I thought God was more than enough. He absolutely is. But could anybody in here say that you are living in a manifested way in the fullness of everything that God has for you? No? Anybody? I mean, we'll cast Lion Devens out of you, you know, at, at the end of service if you say yes, because everybody is increasing. So why wouldn't we need more of the awareness of the Holy Spirit and more of an increase of praying in other tongues that gives us understanding and revelation that we need to deal with everything that's out there? No government's going to fix this planet. What does the Bible say that the answer to the planet is? Christ revealed in you is the hope of glory. How can Christ be revealed in us? Through the person of the Holy Spirit. His name is Spirit of Truth. He's here to reveal all truth, Jesus said. He's the second helper. Jesus was the first. He's the second helper. Here to reveal all truth to us, that's what we need. When you're walking in the truth that's been revealed to you, not just walking around with a head full of knowledge, but you've got revealed knowledge that is continuing. You need more. I've never seen anything in Scripture where God did something a certain way and then He went backwards. He always went forward. He's always increasing. Can you say amen to that? God's already done everything He's going to do through Jesus Christ. Everything has already been done. Anything you will ever need in this life has already been taken care of. I don't know about you, but he wouldn't be a good father if he could take care of my needs, but chose not to. That's not him. But he set it up in his word how we are to learn to receive everything he's done. And you can't learn to receive without the baptism of the Holy Spirit that activates his presence inside of you to make you become aware and to realize 
all that God is and he has for you. I'm telling you, God loves you more than you could ever even imagine. He has so much more than you could ever even think of for your life. And that's for everybody. I don't have to say, well, I meant that for him, but not for Eric, you know. No. I always pick on Eric because he can handle it. <clears throat> he knows I'm joking. It's the greatest day in the history of the world to be alive. If you know him. Experientially. They found out in the scripture here, they found out that Philip and his gang had ministered salvation. They sent Peter and John. Who'd they send? A couple of those guys. Yeah, Peter and John. They sent Peter and John. And you know what Peter and John did? All Peter and John did is that they laid their hands on them and they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in other tongues. They received it. And it happened when Apollos and was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? In other words, when you got born again. So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, in what then were you baptized? And they said, into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. They spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now the men were all about 12. He laid his hands on them, and they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and they began to pray in other tongues. They began to pray in other tongues. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 7 and verse 37 says, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried out saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. But I'm telling you today, he did, it has, and it is. Can you say amen? It's done. He said, he said out of your heart would flow rivers of living water. That's what's flowing. That's what's flowing. Every lie of the enemy is shut down now. We increase in our ability to pray and to be aware of God like we never have before in our lives. In the name of Jesus. You know how a little baby, you'll have that little baby and they'll say nothing for the longest time. But man, they're listening. Hmm? Even when they're on the inside, they're listening. Before they're born, they're listening. And they listen, they listen, they listen, they listen, they listen, they listen, they listen. And then one day, dada. Because I'm a dad. <clears throat> or whatever it is that they say, 
Do you know how many people have said the same exact thing? Millions of people, millions of little bitty babies have said the exact same thing. The way a tongue starts sometimes can start with one word, but it says he empowers you to do it. And when I lay my hands on you, what I'm doing is releasing that to flow inside as you receive it, and simultaneously it connects. That's what they did right here. All I'm doing is what they did right here. We're doing exactly what they did in the Bible. Over and over and over again, they did it in the Bible. That's why I read it to you. And what happens is, my belief is connected to your receiving, which is believing, and it's like the light going on. It, uh, all of a sudden, there's that connection that can't be stopped. Every, every difficult situation that I've been through in my, my born-again life of 44 years, every difficult thing that I went through that seemed like maybe God had lost my phone number or something, you know? When I looked at it and I pulled the curtain back, when I looked at what was going on, what I didn't have time for was praying in other tongues, supposedly. And a lot of years back, I got over that. I have to pray. I have to pray in other tongues when it doesn't seem like it's really even doing anything. When I don't feel anything and I have no goosebumps, I have to pray in other tongues. And it's taught me how to pray in other tongues for a longer period of time than about two and a half minutes. Because the truth of the matter is, at least it was with me and many other people that I've talked to, is when I first, you know, got baptized in the Holy Spirit and then I had to continue on in that, two and a half minutes seemed like I'd been doing it for 30. Because the tendency is to think that if you're just if you just have a piece of something and you're repeating that over and over and over again that it's not effective and i'm telling you it's effective whatever you got just keep developing that you'll be praying in the middle of the night maybe you'll be praying in other tongues and all of a sudden you'll get more language multiple times through my walk with god my language has increased and gotten stronger and deeper but the thing about it is that it works because when I pray in the Spirit, then I pray with understanding that I need to handle situations that I face. And that is the benefit, one of the major benefits of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen?